As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Something I've just been thinking about, and again, I'm I'm 37. I'm like, okay, when do we hit panic? Because what's yeah. there now isn't like enough for a year. So like, when does that? Yeah, happen? we need to start putting more in there. Hello, and welcome to Financials Podcast Future Rich. I am your host, Barbara Ginty, and I'm also a CFP, which is a certified financial planner. And I am here with my guest today, Bernadette. How are you? I'm wonderful. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us. Thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me. So will you tell myself and our listeners a little bit about yourself? So age, location, you know, single, partnered, income, all that jazz. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so I am 37 years old, just turned 37 last week. Oh, happy birthday. Much. I live in upstate New York. I'm in Rochester, New York. Um, I am single. Um, I currently live by myself um, in a house that I bought f- about four and a half years ago. Oh, good um, for you. Thank you. I, uh, for work, I am in sales, uh, sort of sales, sales management. I'm a district manager uh, for a wine supplier. Oh, uh, so- that's so fun. <laughs> you know, it has its perks. It has its moments. But yeah, I, I enjoy it across the board. I've been in the industry for about eight years and I've been in this position for two and a half years. Um, and it's pretty local. I, I cover two markets, Rochester and Buffalo. Um, and I like it on the whole. It's been it's been a great career move and all that good stuff. Amazing. All right. And then how much do you make? Um, my base is about 100000 pretty much on the nose. Um, and then we also have a bonus structure that's basically, it's it's a complicated system, but it, 100% of our bonus would be about 33% of our salary a year. We can over-deliver, we can under-deliver. Like last year, for example, our bonus was 34000 Okay. So that's, that's my... So do you count on that or like how... So what... So- I have, again, I've only been with this company two and a half years, so I've only received two bonuses. I have 
currently just been sort of viewing that as like extra money. Um, I I live off of my base. I don't plan that into, you know, expenses, finances, all that. You'll soon hear I don't plan that much about finances at all. But I just looked at that as like, that's fun money. Um, We'll get into that. I own a boat. um, So most gone there. I think you are my first guest who owns a boat. Wow. This is great. Yeah. Some variety. Yeah. I yeah, have been a, a boater at heart for a great many years, a decade, boating with friends. And last year, for the first time, I bought my own boat, um, about August of last year, so towards the end of this season. So I have a pretty good understanding of all, what all of those expenses are. I you know, had a good understanding of that before I got into it, but that's certainly a new a new venture. And again, that's what a lot of my bonus goes towards those expenses. Um, amazing. Do you know the old adage about owning a boat is it's like a hole in the water you throw money into? <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> basically yeah, the two things is that like boat, B-O-A-T stands for bust out another thousand. And I heard something great the other day and they were like, if you want to buy like a a boat, an RV, like that is part of your lifestyle, like to know what you can afford. Like if you could take the money, put it in the middle of the room and set it on fire and be comfortable, like that's, that's how you know how much you can put towards it. Cause like, it's just the world's worst investment, but here we are. It's a lifestyle Um, investment. It's a lifestyle. Um, I love it. I'm super excited to learn all about this. Um, okay, so why don't you walk me through? Oh my god, I can't believe you have a boat. I love that you bought a home. I'm glad that you bought the home before you bought the boat. Hundred yeah, so percent. That was a good decision. Okay, so let's talk about. So you're making a hundred thousand. You get last year your bonus was thirty four. It's variable because you're in sales. So extra money, which I think is a great way to view it. So let's talk about kind of your expenses and then we can go through like your savings and debt. Does that work? Sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. So when we talk about expenses, like tell me, I'm pulling up my budget. Tell me what you want me to walk through. Okay. So why don't we start with after, so with your base salary that we're going to be using for kind of like what you're living on with your work, are you putting in your health insurance comes out of that? Are you in their work retirement plan? Yeah, my um my health insurance comes out of that. I think that's like 167 by monthly. I get paid by monthly. One say that again. What amount by, by uh, 167 like out of my bi-monthly paycheck. Perfect. Okay, 167 by monthly. And then you're putting in do you have a 401k at work? I have a 401k. Um I'm currently putting in 10%. Okay, so you're doing 10,000 a year. Yep. Um, which, um, let's see what else out of that. And then you have taxes and everything. So what are you taking in net after health insurance and 401k contribution and taxes and everything? Uh, 2827. 2827. And that's bi-monthly. Yes. Perfect. Okay. And then let's talk about your expenses. Okay. So like my mortgage is $1,022 a month. Great. And what's your interest rate on your, on your mortgage? Cause you got it in the very. Yeah, I think I'd have to double check. I think I'm a flat three cause I refinanced like at the beginning of COVID. So I think you got it down to a flat three and got rid of the PMI as well, which was nice. Okay. Amazing. Um, because basically you're getting, are you on the, are you paid on the first and the 15th or 15th and 30th? Uh, first, first and the 15th. 15th. 
Okay, so total for the month you're bringing in $5,654. Okay, and then your mortgage amount is $1,022. Yep. And that's your insurance and taxes and everything? Yep, that includes both, yep. Okay, amazing. Okay, and then what else we got? Well, let's see. So utilities in my house are about one sixty. Okay. Let's see what uh, my car payment is four twenty five. Okay. After that, it gets really down to like just kind of where I'm bad at like putting it into buckets of like what I'm spending on because I don't. My work reimburses my cell phone bill, my car Amazing. insurance, my cell phone, my home internet. Wow. So they cover a lot of expenses. Yeah, they cover a lot of expenses because we fully work from home and, you know, fully work out of the car most of the time. So, um, okay. yeah, it's a pretty So nice your time. fixed expenses really come down to, because your health insurance and 401k are coming out. So you're netting, you say 5,600 and then with the utilities and your car payment and mortgage, it's roughly 1,600 a month. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. If 5,600 and see if I 4,000 and change, a little under 4,000 mm-hmm. left over because those other expenses are getting reimbursed. Yes. Amazing. So then does it go kind of like off the rails from there? When it goes off the rails. Like I'm looking at this quote unquote <laughs> budget that I have where like I have, you know, $200 for home maintenance, uh, $600 for groceries, so on and so forth. But like, I couldn't tell you that I actually spent anything close to or far away from these numbers. I have no idea. No okay, so then, okay, so then maybe what, why don't we skip over to um, what you have saved for investments and then debt, and then we'll come back to the budget and see where we need to. Okay, sounds good. Um, okay, so let's see. So for my four hundred one k, which this is like definitely a big like source of concern for me is that I like started okay. too late in the game and was never putting in enough until like two years ago. Um, so anyway, in my 401k, I have 66,354. Um, I have a Roth that I've not done a ton with. I basically put in a hundred dollars a month that currently has $14,072. Okay. In terms of like personal savings, pretty much next to nothing. I have $5,500. Okay. For like an emergency fund. Yep. Okay. Um, so that would be, that and then for debt, um, so I have the mortgage on the house, which is one hundred and twenty thousand two hundred on that. And do you know what the house is worth approximately? The house, great question. I paid one forty. I think it's worth at least one eighty right now. I think that's like pretty conservative. Okay, perfect. So you're positive in equity in the house. Okay, great. Yeah, I have a loan on the boat at present that's thirty one thousand. Okay. What's your interest on the the boat? The interest on the boat is like six. Okay. And then I have just a little bit left on my car loan, 3,800. And that's it. Oh, you're almost done with that. That's nice. Almost done with that. That's at 3.9%. Perfect. And I don't have any credit card debt. Amazing. So that's very positive. All that good stuff. Amazing. Okay. So we need to do some work with what we have for extra. Yes. I think. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Tell me what you did just so I can have an idea. When you got, when is your bonus paid? When, when that 34,000, when did you receive The bonus that? was paid mid-July. 
Oh, we're coming up. We're coming up. Can't even oh, wait. I'm excited you're talking to me before. It is perfect. perfect timing, really, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, bonus gets paid out mid-July. And last year I took it, I put it in a separate savings account. I have two different savings accounts. Okay. And I basically, that was like about when I knew I was buying the boat. So I literally just set that aside for boat expenses. Like for what I put down on the boat for just the miscellaneous things that, you know, pulling it out of the water, putting it in, paying for winter storage, paying for the dock fees, all that stuff. Okay. So how much does the boat run you a year? This is your first year with it. How much does the boat run me a year? Okay. Great question. Probably with the, let's take the the loan out of it. Yeah, not including the loan. Just like not including you- the loan. I would say best best estimate. I've I've looked at this a while ago, but best estimate's probably twelve thousand dollars a year. So a thousand dollars a month we need for the boat. Yes. Alrighty. Okay, perfect. That's good to know. Yep. And then in terms of the boat payments, this last year, I also did the payments out of that bonus amount. So like okay. I have been paying that out of my like monthly paycheck that came out of that separate account. Okay, so what is the monthly uh, payment on the monthly payment book? is three twenty five. Okay, I have an I I have an idea, so you just have to hear me out. Sure. Um. What okay. That's what we're here for? Okay. <laughs> what if instead of out of the bonus amount, we put the boat cost like a car payment and utilities and a mortgage? The thousand dollars we need, and it's set aside all year, a thousand dollars a month plus the payment of three twenty five. So thirteen twenty five is the line item on your budget that comes out when you get your paycheck. Mm-hmm. And then with your bonus money, that is used to ramp up your savings. Yeah. Rather than the reverse, because I think what's happening is your monthly money. You have, I mean, you have really reasonable expenses, like your mm-hmm. not your variable because we didn't put food or anything in there, but. Right your bills because your other bills are getting reimbursed, which I'm sure is like a little bit of like you pay for it, you get reimbursed the following month. It's never, it's never a perfect scenario, but it is nice. It is reimbursed, but you have to come up with the money usually first before they pay you back. So if we add the boat back in to your expenses, like a line item, 60 and then 425 and then the boat 3,003. That brings you to just around a little under three thousand, but that's three thousand. So then you have twenty six hundred left over monthly to live on. Yep. And then that way, when the budget, when you, when the bonus comes, that we here's what I'm thinking: we have to up your emergency funds. You need more with the house. Totally. Because like, just like a boat bust at another thousand, I feel that that also really, <laughs> yeah, aligns with owning a house too. It's never just like, oh, that'll be a hundred dollars. Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm sitting here looking at my plumber bill. Well, I was before I talked to you. And it was, you know, an hour of the plumber's time is 175. They Very little gets done in one hour. So this <laughs> yeah. was a really cheap plumber bill, but my cheap plumber bill is 1425. So I feel like a house, your emergency fund could get eaten up really quickly with a house problem. Definitely. Like a plumber having to visit. Absolutely. And that's where I I just haven't like put a set like plan in place for what should be where it's like, I, again, I have mm-hmm. really reasonable expenses overall. Yep. Um, so I'm always just able to make it happen when a bill like that comes up or, you know, yep. things like that. But I would like to have like a firmer plan in place than just like I wing it every month. And if there's extra money, then I'd 
went to home goods five more times <laughs> <laughs> okay so here i'm on the fence about two things one I like, I kind of like the idea of putting your boat and I, I understand that's a lifestyle and you should a hundred percent do it. I just think we need to line item it and it just needs to be a bill. Yeah. And it's paid all throughout the year. Cause even though you only use the boat in the summer, I don't think you should be doing 2000 in summer months and nothing in the winter. I think it should just be something that you're paying for all year. And so I like adding that in. I'm also on the fence about increasing your 401k as well, because it'll be it's automatic. And the thing is when people go to retire, the largest amount of money they usually have, even including the value of their home is almost always their work retirement plan. Mm -hmm. So it's just savings plans at work, work very, very well for a few reasons. One, they've taken all the guesswork out of it. You tend to not mess with it. It happens every two weeks, your dollar cost averaging, ideally you're increasing. Someone's already reviewed the investments and made sure they make sense. If someone's one of the investment options isn't good, they get kicked out of your plan. You don't have to do any of that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's out of sight, out of mind, and someone's really managing it for you. So what is, do you get a match on that 401k? They do it like an annual contribution. It's not a set match. match. Oh, so, but they do a set contribution that you don't have to contribute to get. That's it, better. Right. It's, it's like based off of profitability. Yep. What if we just up that to like 15 because I really would like to see between 15 and 20 percent 20 percent would be my ideal yeah I would be I would I definitely want to do that something I've just been thinking about and again I'm I'm 37 I'm like okay when do we hit panic because what's there now isn't like enough for a year so like when does that yeah we need to start putting more in there and of your bonus money is any of that going towards 401k we have our option uh, like we can tell them how much we want to go to it I did not in the past Uh, I had boat on the mind but um I can put in whatever whatever I want to Okay, what uh, if on your base salary you were right away just go from 10 to 15? You can sure. afford it in your monthly amount. Yeah, okay. 100%. Okay, and then we can play with the bonus amount. I would like to see you maxing out the IRS limit, and so that's where we're getting mm-hmm. on 15% of your base salary, you're putting 15000 away. Yeah. Then what we can do, and then that way when we're working, then you're going to have like more of an idea of what you can really live on, right? Because we've just yeah. helped your retirement a lot. Then you can choose with the bonus. Here's what I would do when you find out, can you elect to, if we're to go on the 401k once you know what it is? Yes. Perfect. Okay. So once you find out what it is, you can make this decision. Here are two ideas. One, cause now we're going to be living off of what your base salary is. So whatever that net number is, let's say now you're netting five there. It's not even going to be that bad. Cause you're doing that all pre-tax, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be missing like probably putting another five in twelve. Let's say you're missing another $300. So now instead of bringing home 5,654, let's say now you're bringing home 5,354. So to yeah. you, that's not going to really be a big deal, right? Cause yeah. Um, okay. So then from there, that's our new number. We'll just say 5,300 just to be safe. Okay. And then we're going to do the mortgage and then you're going to have to just, what I would do is set up when the paycheck hits. So whether you want to do it on your second paycheck, I would do you pay your mortgage first, and then on your second paycheck, I would have another automatic the day after transfer out of one thousand three hundred and twenty-five and have a separate boat fund. Okay. So that it just leaves your account like a regular bill would, right? Yeah. Because then it's not there, and then with the bonus, you can decide either to put that in the four hundred one k to get yourself to the IRS match, or if you want, when you get the bonus paid, you could do a you could 
put the entire amount into the Roth. The six. Okay. Can, let me just see what's our Roth for this year. Because the there's an income limitation. Um, you have to for modified adjusted gross income as a single filer for 2023. You have to make less than 153. So there is a point where you might not be eligible for Roth, right? If this keeps going up. And as of right now, you can do 6,500 into that. So okay. my suggestion would be for the time being, while you can get the bonus paid and put 6,500 into the Roth, and then the rest of it could go into the emergency fund. Okay. And you start living off of the 100,000. And so with the vote as a line item that goes yeah. into a okay. separate account. And what are your thoughts about like, about, so my, my, my initial thought with my bonus and with the loan on the boat was to try and pay off the boat as fast as possible because that's my highest interest rate. Mm-hmm. Um, it is. But like, do you think it's more of a priority to have, like to build my savings, to build that emergency fund more? Uh, I'm on the fence. It's just tricky. Like it's it. a reasonable monthly number for me, but again, mm-hmm. I'm throwing away money on it, on interest. And again, it's our boats are already, but it's not a huge, it's not a huge loan amount. Yeah. You know, it's 31,000. It's not a hundred thousand. Yeah. I just get nervous with two items and not enough in cash. And yeah. I also do want to ramp up the retirement. I'd almost rather you this year, if, even if, so if you think about it, you keep the loan for only two years and then you pay it off. That's not a long time, but if it gives you the flexibility, because what is a worse scenario is the, we don't have the emergency fund and there's an expensive item on the house and then it goes on a credit card at 19 or 29. Yeah, totally. And that's a way worse position than 30,000 at 6%. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Okay. So I would do for specifically for this year, I would either put some more in the retirement or do the 6,500 into the Roth, knowing that you have to stay underneath that 153, which you should, as long as the bonus is around the same amount as last year. Yep. And then bump up the emergency fund and then start line iteming the boat and the payment, the $1,000. Yeah. And then you'll, you'll still have, a, I think, hopefully a comfortable amount to live on after that. It's going to be a little bit tighter, sure. but I think it will be a, a better use of your money. Tighter's not a bad thing. Discipline would be good in this. So <laughs> yeah, I think then I think you'll you'll see the reward of it like literally in sixty days, right? So yeah. you up your four hundred one k, you'll get a little a couple hundred dollars less a month, but you're going to put five thousand dollars more away a year, which is nice. Yeah. And then especially with the bonus sixty five hundred. We'll go right into the Roth. And then how much did you have left over last year after you got paid out that bonus? Was it 34000 in your pocket or was it thirty four and then after tax? No, after tax. So like in last year, it was 21700 okay. so $21,000, you know, minus 6500 You can put 14500 into the emergency fund, right? And so now that gets yeah. you up to 20000 right there. Now you have a $20,000 emergency yeah. fund, put that in a high yield savings account, right? And then we get the Roth up over 20,000, yeah. right? And then a year from now you ended up yeah. putting in 15,000 instead of 10. So then that's going to get that number up closer to 80. Hopefully there's market earnings and maybe that's mm-hmm. 85 or 90 next year, right? See how we just like really bumped up your net worth yes. pretty quickly. Yeah, and then, totally. 
And basically the boat side of things is just really doing it like opposite of what I was going to do where it's like, okay, the boat is still a whole separate thing, but instead of putting the whole bonus towards that at once, like keep that as the cash, keep that as the emergency fund and start slowly building the boat back. Cause like the boat is knock on wood more like yeah, rather and then that way you you know what you're allocating towards savings because your savings isn't happening on your current budget right it's like then this way yeah. your boat is like your fun expense in your budget because that's yeah. what it is right it's like in lieu of an expensive gym membership Absolutely. or a ton of eating out we have the boat so you know where it's going but you're living off of it off your base totally. salary i think it's just an easier way to think of it and then what you could do next year when you get your bonus is then 20000 you have a good amount in the high-yield savings account. Then you do ideally another Roth, and then you could split the difference or even do, at that point, you have a good amount in savings, right? And then you can throw a whole chunk yeah. on the boat, right? Instead of, yeah, instead of you at the boat. putting 14, you put 14000 on the boat at that point and you knock it down. And then you do it again the next year. So you don't really keep the boat loan that long, but you're prepared. Yeah, if there's an like emergency, that. you have 20,000 available. Yeah. Definitely. Does that work? Okay. I love that. Cause the yes. other way to do it is you take your, you put your savings in your regular budget and reverse it. But I just think this is an easier way. Yeah. To, yeah. I like that. I, this makes sense. Yeah. Because then your expenses all in with the boat mortgage utilities and car payment, the rest of it's getting reimbursed, which is a little bit of a balancing act. So I understand that might be floating a little bit. Your expenses are three thousand. You're bringing in fifty three hundred, and then you have basically twenty three hundred for the month for whatever food, fun stuff. If you want, if you have extra right. money at the end of the month, you could put it. You could make a principal only payment on the boat. I'm not saying you don't, but then that way, that's what you live on, and then your bonus is to yeah. advance your savings goals. Perfect. I love that. Gosh, I need to have a friend with a boat. Everybody needs a friend of the boat. I used to be the friend of the boat. That's when I was smart. Now that's exactly right. But yeah, I think it's what you're paying in interest. I think you're better off advancing your because you're 37, advancing your retirement faster, getting the emergency fund up. Just God forbid, if something goes wrong with the house, you have more cash, and then knock away with that with the rest of the bonuses because now you have your emergency fund solid. Yeah. Yeah, And you'll have it done in 24 months. So you're not going to have a boat loan because this is the first year. So if you get it basically knocked away, you'll end up having it three or four years. Not a long time. Because how long is the loan for on the boat? Uh, I want to say it's 10 years. Yes, you're going to have it done way, way, way. So they're not going to make that much interest on you. But the worst case scenario is a credit card. Yeah. And that's a much higher interest rate. Totally. No, we don't want to deal with them. We don't want to play that game. That can be a very slippery slope. Yeah, sounds sounds not fun. So, do you have any other questions? I feel like we did this pretty fast. I know we just like really banged right through that. Um, go back a little bit to uh, you mentioned like put, getting the cash in a high yield savings account. I don't. My savings is just like my savings, and I don't. I don't even think I get. I don't think there's anything. What What do I need oh, to know okay. about that? That's what do I need question. to look for? So, a high yield savings account is basically a savings account where you can keep your money, but they're going to pay you something on it. So high yield, meaning it's paying you a high interest rate. So currently right yeah. now, I think the best you can get or around one, a good rate would be like something like 3.75%. So 
Okay. You know, when we get that up to 20,000 shortly, if you're making 3.75%, that's earning you $750 a year. Yeah, because that's a couple of boat payments right there. Exactly. So you just have to look to see what you're getting, what interest. And if you Google high yield savings account, a bunch will come up and you just see what the rate is. It is out of sight, out of mind is the way I like to do it. So usually it's not your local institution where you have your checking account. So leave a little bit in savings tied to that. So you don't ever, you know, something goes over, you're waiting on a reimbursement for your work expenses. Always leave a little linked to the checking account that has, you know, the savings tied. And then this account usually is at a different institution. It takes usually two to three days to transfer it back to your regular working account. Yep. Got it. Yeah. That's just another way just to make sure you're getting paid on everything. And then I guess I should also ask, your Roth that you're doing, it's invested, correct? It's not sitting in cash. We've seen that a couple of times. Yes. Yeah. That happened to me when I was like 20, I don't know, 22 when my mom first set it up. I just didn't even look at it. And a year later, I was like, why is there no money anymore? There's just fees taken out. And it was. Okay. Is and then you also want cash. to make sure you have like, beneficiaries on those. Perfect. Okay, good. Yes, I do. Then you're good. So yeah, you just want to make sure you're emerging because now you're going to have like a good amount in your emergency fund. So you just want to make sure you're earning something on it. Yep. And then, yeah. yeah, I think the key, and then for the for the voting expenses, I would just set it up as if it's a bill. The three twenty five, I would just have come out automatically as a bill, and then the thousand dollars, you could you could do another line item within the high yield savings account where you have your emergency fund and your yeah. boat fund and that thousand dollars just gets pulled auto automatically out of your working account and goes into there and then you use it as needed. Okay. Got it. Treat it like a, a, this. Um, I think the hard part with, with life is, you know, you get your paycheck, you have your bills that come out and then the rest of it kind of just like goes through your hands, you know, like water. And so taking the time, which is why it's good to that you're coming on the show is when you take the time and it won't, take you long when you set everything up and you're more intentional about where the money is going then it just automatically happens just like the 401k automatically happens and the other bills get paid auto so once you just set it up i think it works a little bit better that way yeah i'm all about the auto payment so that's great yeah and then so i have it down you'll be around 2300 left over for yourself and so then you'll see how that feels budget wise but i think what happens to a lot of people is like you said, if you have extra money, you're like, oh, I'll just go to Home Goods. But if you don't, you'll be like, oh, okay, no Home Goods this month. Yeah, and I again, I've like got you know got things sort of into my ideal what my budget would look like. So it's just like time to pay a little bit more attention to what's going where. As yeah, and then I think the nice thing way. about the but I think the nice thing about your expenses, your mortgage is really low, and with work paying for a lot of expenses, is if you can live off your base salary, that bonus will just keep moving the needle for your financial goals. It'll improve your retirement, your emergency fund every year. That's a way to just really move the needle. Yeah, because then right right there, if we're just using your bonus, I mean, if that majority of that goes towards savings or paying off the boat, you know, it'll eventually pay off the boat loan. If you think about it, that's a very large percentage yeah. of your income then that, that's going towards savings. Yes. So then that's yeah, a really that's right. easy yeah. way to move the needle really mm-hmm. fast. Then if that whole bonus is going towards mm-hmm. stuff, that's 25% of your income that we're going towards advancing your savings, which is significant, but it'll make a huge difference doing that at 37. And so ultimately once the, you know, two to three years, we'll see what's happening. But once the boat loan is paid off, then what you could do is say, I'm going to put more of that towards the 401k versus the Roth. We'll get that up to 20,000. It'll just start to snowball. Yeah. Cause you'll get used to that. Not be, that'll be like the extra money to move the needle with your goals. 
versus living on it because the boat will be paid for on, on a monthly basis. Yeah. Right. Perfect. Well, amazing. Do you have any other questions for me? I don't think so. I think we really powered through this. I'm looking through all my notes I had and I'm feeling good. Amazing. Well, this is exciting. I would love to see how it goes in a couple of years once you get the boat paid off. I think that'll be a sweet spot. So like three to four. Yeah, definitely. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, definitely our first guest with the boat. So I love this. Exciting. <laughs> and for all of our lovely listeners, you can follow us on Instagram for the most up-to-date information on the podcast and you can find us at Future Rich Podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.